I let someone paint my entire naked body over the weekend. Is that, is that anything? Let I mean, is a really sinister way to say what do you, that. Yeah, what do you mean by paint? Like you were modeling for them or they literally painted on you? What's the difference? One is you posed what? and they painted on a canvas and the other is your body is the canvas. Which one was it? My body was the canvas. Okay. Uh, okay. What was the, what was the, like, were you, were you a solid color? We, basically, I realize now, was this, the, was your friend Goat Yay and you were in yeah. the Somebody That I Used To Know music video? I could send you pictures, but I think they all have my penis in them. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't need to see those. your dick and balls again. <laughs> you could also answer uh. the question. Uh, so, yeah, so the theme was future, which is very the vague. The theme was future. Why was this a... Wait, okay, it, wait, wait. Why was there a theme? Was this like a... <laughs> it was a body painting jam. Oh, oh Jesus man. Christ. That's just, I hate that your makes life me so want much. to die. That is the That's worst nothing. thing I've ever heard. That's just nothing. <laughs> just fuck. Um, like, yeah. just, I really, like, really, like, <laughs> we get what you want to do. You don't need to have a bunch of people come over and like, ooh, we're all going to paint each other. Just have an orgy, man. <laughs> Yeah, and if I was on here talking about an organized orgy, you'd be like, stop talking about that, too. No, we'd be like, yeah, okay. We wouldn't be like, what's with the pretense? <laughs> it's not like that. I guess somebody didn't get invited to the post-body jam hate <laughs> <paint> orgy. <laughs> no, that is what They're happened. are like, man, he just later. kept saying how it's not like that. Like, <laughs> we all know that it's like that. What's up with this guy? Yeah, well, it's weird, too, because it reminded me of all the uh, anime conventions I went to where I was just walking around saying it's not like that. And then, <laughs> and then everybody went to a thing that I wasn't invited to. I don't know. I don't get it. I'll never understand. So, okay, it was future. Yeah. How were you so, painted? Yeah, so he, it was, was like a very... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, had He's the, he had the hat and the dreads. <laughs> And he was like, oh, no. Somebody painted my party. whole body. <laughs> Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Actually, uh, I want to take some, uh, some recent reader mail that I've received. And by reader mail, uh, I mean uh, two voice texts I received after re- leaving the theater yesterday. <laughs> after seeing oh, worst God. person in the world. Yeah, voice text. Because as uh, Jesse in Minneapolis uh, wrote in, it was like three degrees up there and he didn't want to text. So he just did a voice memo <laughs> or voice message as he was yeah. walking to the... Uh, yeah, you could justify virtually anything <laughs> by saying it was three degrees in Minneapolis. Like Something I had like to do that. it this way. <laughs> Couldn't yeah, he was like, fingers. I'm walking to the library, so you just have to listen. Uh, and he just wants us to know... That um, Travis, you said the same thing about laugh tracks in the Jefferson episode that you did in the Fraser episode. I don't know what that thing is. But I don't remember what I said mouth. in either of them. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again yeah. next time we do a next time we do a multicam sitcom. I'm gonna say it again <laughs> without knowing. Folks, it's as you know the podcast that is dedicated to covering first and last episodes of television shows, cutting out everything else in between and figuring out arbitrarily whether or not it's good and worth your time or bad and still maybe worth your time. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, as always, man, I'll tell you about that down mean alive man. I was like a butterfly flapping on the wings. It's Travis Marmon. Yep. 
<laughs> and wings deep down in the forest, man, because you got a tree found like five down a mile, man, and ain't nobody ever done see any. I haven't known how to be baby born. It's Massiani. Yep. Man, you see, you know, you don't even know, man, when Dagon is be like you're born in this world, man, you got it's like you're dust in the wind or like a dang candle in the wind, man. You know, it's a matter of it's not the old, 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 man. You know what I'm saying, man? It's a dang, I think, therefore, you are, man. It's Stephen Doughton. Yep. One of the greatest scenes in television history. <laughs> yeah. And as you can tell, that's what hopefully. we like to tell ourselves, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> From all of this, we tried to make it were that week. simple. <laughs> if only it were that simple. Uh, I've uh, this is a feature that I occasionally uh, have brought in the past, where I link the previous episode or previous show we covered to the current one via like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also introducing a new feature at the same time, which is called "Did Brad Pitt appear in this show?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would so one to one. This. Uh, Jackass, of course, what we covered last week featured Brad Pitt. And, of course, King of the Hill, which we're covering this week, did also, for two episodes, feature Brad Pitt. That's wonderful As news. Boomhauer's brother that talks exactly As like Boomhauer. Oh, my God. <laughs> but is a playboy. <laughs> like his playboy brother. That rocks. Brad Pitt. Man who clearly is having fun with his fame. Yeah, I would believe uh, Henry Rollins appeared on this, too. I don't know if he did, but he does do voice acting. Mike Judge is a big music guy. Like, there's also just so many fucking episodes. The problem is, is that when you Google Henry Rollins, there, uh, King of the Hill, there's a character named Barry Rollins, mm. which mm. everything is directing me towards. I'm going to guess no, then. Uh, being non-confrontational, so clearly not, clearly not a stand-in, because <laughs> I was like, well, at first, I was like, was this guy supposed to be like a weird parody of him? But no. Yeah. We talked about... King of the Hill, the long-running Fox television show from January 1997 to May 2010 that centered on the Hill family, an American family in the fictional city of Arlen, Texas, as well as their neighbors, co-workers, relatives, classmates, and friends, uh, following, you know, every man Hank Hill, an assistant manager at Strickland po- Propane, with his wife Peggy and his son Bobby, his niece Luann, his pet bloodhound Ladybird. Created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, I always forget that there was a second person involved, and that is not yeah. just Mike Who Judge. is also a big name in TV history. Yes. Former Simpsons writer, adapted The Office yes. for U.S. television, Greg Daniels. Rich as hell. Yeah. Greg One of history's greatest monsters for the latter, um, I would say. Oh, for The Office? Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. listen, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, you know, he didn't know he didn't what he was doing. He, he's like, op- it's, he was Oppenheimer of TV. Yeah, he only <laughs> produced, he also like, he produced only 29 of the episodes, so he was like, and we're good. And then they were like, no, no, more. we're never good. Uh, so I will say that King of the Hill did acknowledge the existence of Henry Rollins through this punk guy with a black flag <laughs> t-shirt on that I just found a screenshot of. Well, there we go. There's also your update on did Henry Rollins yeah. appear? Hell yeah. I know Mike Judge himself definitely has, because Beef is in Butthead at some point watched the video for Liar. So who is, uh, who's got any, you know, I've only ever seen random amounts of King of the Hill. It's more a show that exists to me on Twitter where people will put screen caps and then I will search yeah. out those screen caps. This and, and watch the Simpsons are basically the same to me in that regard. No. I don't. I've never seen any of the actual episodes I've until seen, yesterday. I've seen a number of episodes and enjoyed it, but it's not been the thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch a bunch of King of the Hill. But um, on more than one occasion, I've been at a wedding. 
or I've been at any event where it's hot and I'm wearing formal clothing and I go, I got to find me a window seat because <laughs> this flower is wilted, which is what Bobby, of course, says after going to New Orleans yes. one time. King of the Hill, along with Seinfeld, I think is the best show that I have not actually like sat and watched in any sort of traditional manner, but only seen just scattershot syndicated episodes of. And we get a Seinfeld shout out. Yes, we do, which was weird. The least realistic moment on all of King of the Hill is that any of these people would watch Seinfeld, besides yeah. maybe Boomhauer. Ah, oh, man, I think everyone was just I guess aware. it was huge. Uh, Steven, how about you and, and King of the Hill? Because knowing our, our friends, I feel like you've probably seen more of it via just being in their house at various points, but I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's really just that, right? Like, um, I picked King of the Hill for the same reason I picked a lot of the shows that I've watched, which is like... Do you like to subject Matt to cartoon-based torture? That's correct. But also, um, yeah, well, you know, I have two missions in life. One is to get Matt to like cartoons, and the other one's not, uh, I just can't talk about on this on this show. Um, and <laughs> Then why would you say you have two <laughs> missions in life if you cannot reveal the second mission? You could have just said, I have one it's mission in life. Mission. I, I'd never plan a sentence ahead, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I realized halfway through that thought that I just don't want to bring that up because everyone's going to roll their eyes at me and I get enough of that by talking about body painting and whatever else that I talk about, okay? <laughs> also, like, you could have just said a new thing. Because Ian would have just been like, oh, we get it. you fuck Steven. And then I would have been like, I'm sorry. I should." No, again, the body myself. painting wasn't we get it, you fuck. The body painting was what was with the pretense. <laughs> Foreplay is important, okay? <laughs> it's not you can't just rush in there every time. It's sometimes it, it's a, sometimes days, years, even decades long process. That's true. Have you yeah, have you ever experienced tantra? I haven't. Um anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking to me. Steven Sting Doughton. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It okay. still rules that, like, it, I, I think I even said it on the podcast. Everyone knows that about Sting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever like, what? It's if you make so that joke funny. about Sting, they're like, yeah. <laughs> got a shout out in a number one song. <laughs> and the thing is, Tantra was, like, not about sex until white people got their hands on it. Like, the history of Tantra is, like, this is just a way of living. And then everybody was like, oh, but what if we applied that to fucking? And then everybody was like, yeah, especially musicians. And hippies. Uh, anyway, I picked King of the Hill because I, um, I I liked what I'd seen. I've only seen a few episodes. There's a very important YouTube poop uh, of King of the Hill for me. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's just like this horrible brand of YouTube humor where like people just like... It's kind of like... <laughs> what is it called? Popped and screwed? What do you do Chopped songs? and screwed. Wait, chopped and screwed? Chopped and screwed. Yeah. So... So it's Popped like, and screwed. yeah, it's, it's chopped and screwed. A sorry. good name for Popped a mixtape, though. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, it's like if you take a TV show and you do chopped and screwed, like everybody's voices like modulated, and they try to make little bits out of reversing dialogue and putting in other little songs on top of it, and etc. It's actually, I actually should show it to you guys because it's very, very fun. Um, and almost every YouTube poop is garbage, but this one is an absolute. Okay, I was gonna say um, I did like I like you saying like there's this great one. Anyways, this whole genre is terrible <laughs> to explain what it is. Yeah. Oh no. It genuinely, sounds like if, chaos. 
If you were to look, if you were to look up like a series of YouTube poops, your brain would break, and you'd be like, "Is this what sixteen-year-olds think is funny?" And the answer is yes. In two thousand and twelve, yeah, I was like, I um, remember YouTube poop from me being in college. I feel like Zoomers would be like, Zoomers have gone even beyond, you know, the deep-fried memory of of them is right. incomprehensible uh, to the twenty-seven-year-old mind. Deep-fried memory. Deep-fried memory. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. Uh, Travis is not the first person to say that sentence. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just was like, okay, how funny is this show? Is it a show that I genuinely like? Or is it a show where it's like, okay, somebody just showed me a two-minute clip of this that's funny. Okay, the 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 meme where, you know, it's like Bobby Hill with a paper, and then it's like, don't worry, those kids can't read or whatever. You know the one I'm talking about? Where his Not hands on the paper. We do see you know, one of the big King of the Hill memes in the very first episode, which surprised me, which is the headphones thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a show that I wanted to decide if I liked or not, and I wanted to see if Matt would like it. Really, those were the two main motivations. <laughs> I've seen a lot probably... Of pressure on me. Probably this. 10... Yeah, I, I, you know, Matt... I think it's probably become clear to any listener that I just want to impress you specifically <laughs> with um, with TV that you did not make. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you think dating me is like? I'm just like here, watch this show. Sure that this television in <laughs> From my outside perspective, absolutely. And then you're just like, sorry, we're watching this show. And I'm like, why are you watching that? And you're like, hey, a person I'm with wants to watch it, and it's like, oh, okay. It's all that's all that I think couples are anymore. It is. That's what this show is for me. Is like making my girlfriend watch things. <laughs> like, oh, that, you know, some people that I'm with are they wanted to watch it, King of the Hill, you know, Jackass. It does rule that. Yeah, like the secret suffering po- partners <laughs> that are a part of this podcasting process. Mine liked this one uh, a lot earlier today. So, your suffering Good partner. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear it. A Texan herself. Another list for your 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 uh, the throne you're building out of television shows that you will watch. Yeah, NGE X Files. Who knows? Maybe this one next. Uh, although much like X Files, there's just so much fucking King of the Hill. It went on so long. I can't believe because it was not that popular. Yeah, it went on for a very 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 long thirteen time, seasons. The show fifty nine episodes. The show is pretty good. The highest it ever peaked in. Uh, in the Nielsen ratings, ratings was uh, it was 15 during its second season. Uh, the lowest it got was 118 during its eighth season. And like, how much the show's ratings are just like, well, The Simpsons was the lead in, and then as The Simpsons declines, so goes this probably. Mm. Even if the, I would bet King even if this was better improved. for longer. Yeah, like based on these two episodes, it's like, yeah, this show was probably consider- consistently good for a decade and a half. And the Simpsons did you like the not. second episode? Yeah, first episode was a solid C plus for me. The second episode was an F for me. Like, wow, absolutely dull beyond my wildest imagination. I a caricature of itself. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> I unwatchable. Matt having seen two episodes, of King but of I, the Hill. I like that. it. Literally communicated everything I needed to know about like what would have been. Even though it's a cartoon, like more nuanced earlier in the series, and instead was just like, yeah, meat. <laughs> like just. Oh, well, fuck so the off. problem is, is of course, uh, Matt funny. didn't like this 
because he judges meat differently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was just like, how dare they? How dare they insult the fine craft of going to a restaurant being like, that? Look at that shit. Listen, I don't care about beef. I care about winning. Okay. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. What? I was just saying, so. Matt was mad because there's a, th- a competition happening in this episode. Which he famously <laughs> uh, scorns as a concept. Uh, for, for, uh, for, I don't know, discussion shakes. Stay, 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 should you? Whoa, boy, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Boy, oh, boy. Um... <laughs> God, yeah. gosh. Try, take that again, but as Boomhauer. Well, you're a thing right there, dear man. I was just going to say, we're going to somebody to watch video because you're just dear. Oh, I meant literally what you said. <laughs> oh, geez, hey, oh, boy, boy, oh, man. Hey, oh, golly, gosh. <laughs> ding, dang, oh, ding, oh. Anyways. For discussion, uh, discussion shake, 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 shake. Shake, Sonora, shake your body line. Um, my girl's name is Sonora, and friends, you know I adore her. The... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I agree with Matt. The first episode's much better. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> all right. I uh, the first episode was fine to me. It felt like a Lesser Simpsons episode, like an early yeah. one where they find their footing, which makes sense because it's the first episode of King right, of the Hill. Right. 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 I wasn't uh, expecting uh, gold. Comedies take forever to settle into. Yeah. But right. yeah, I so mean, like, I, I imagine the best season is like the third one. Yeah. Well, and, but even then, for like that, I was like, oh, you know, this reminds me of like you know a Simpsons episode that I don't love, but definitely you know there's enjoyable things. And I'm the with joke Travis. Beats I, were similar. I liked the last one, but that's also just because I am like you know pr- you know uh, aware of the 4H meat judging universe. Yeah. <laughs> like I was explaining that to my suffering partner. I was like, this is a real thing. I can't believe you're <laughs> she wasn't aware as the Texan. I was like, oh. Tech is like the best school at it in the country. Yeah, I can't believe that Steven didn't like the one that makes that mostly was just a, a stand-in for uh, the definitely not real rivalry between Texas and Texas A&M. There's no such rivalry that exists. Those well, yeah. they wholesale those, those schools the don't, those logo, schools don't did, think about themselves. God, I love just the idea when you're writing a television show. Anyway, here's how. Here's what you want to do. How do we set this plot up? And they're just like, I don't know. There's a guy sitting next to them. And it's like, perfect. Oh, that's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the whole <laughs> image. Someone's like, hey, I like your style, kid, yeah. at this well, steakhouse. What do you mean? Like, people I come always here say that to week. me when I'm at the steakhouse. I don't, like, that doesn't seem weird. <laughs> I come the, here every week looking for the future of meat spotting. <laughs> One of the <laughs> most fun things about TV, and especially comedy, is that you, you can make comedy based on real life, but at this point, you can also make comedy. Yeah, that's the that's that book, right? Yeah, that book. <laughs> you could also make comedy based on things that we kind of think might happen in real life because of how often they happen on TV. Like the yeah, the yeah. Uh, the I think you should leave sketch with um, you know the famous guy, um, Brad Pitt, oh, Bob Odenkirk. No, Bob Odenkirk. Thank you. Uh, with Bob Odenkirk, where he where he just like where he just does the, like wink and then goes way too far with his with it, the other guys like please help me lie to my daughter this. yeah please help me so lie she to doesn't my get child. ice cream right but it's like how often do you talk to the people at the table next to you at a place like that never how often does it happen in a TV show always <laughs> like I, so it happens in small towns like this all the time I don't know yeah uh so 
You guys want to? Well, I guess we should talk about Mike Judge actually. Yeah, let's talk and Mike Greg Judge. Daniels. We could do that, and then I want to talk about which of us are which characters. Very important. Yeah, yeah sure. that's a good conversation. Segment here. Yeah. Uh, wait, Mike Judge was born in Ecuador. What the fuck? Huh? His father's an archaeologist. Yeah, that know, makes sense. And also, that's why that's everybody cool. calls him Miguelito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> William James Judge, an archaeologist. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Judge went Guillermo to Miguelito. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, just, I know, I know that this doesn't matter, probably, but just so you know, uh, when you're listening to this, this is, of course, an as you know, after dark. Which is why this episode is <laughs> like this so far. And I can only imagine where it continues. You know, 10 minutes from now when Steven is only speaking in Spanish. Who knows? <laughs> he should. Uh, he, if you speak Spanish, you have to do it in the Peggy Hill voice, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Los estudiantes, mis amigos. Uh, Mike Judge went to UC San Diego, where, of course... He uh, studied physics, of course, and uh, was had a job in uh, mechanical engineering. And then he was like, "Ah, oh, I'm bored of science," so he's like, "Time Fair. to work science for a video card company." Uh, and then later was just like, "Oh, I'm going to start making short films." Uh, he bought a Bolex 16 millimeter camera, which uh, that's what you do at some point in life. You buy yourself a Bolex 16 millimeter, and you think to yourself. I could do this. Not that I know anyone who's watching multiple Bolexes on eBay as we speak. Uh, and uh, yeah. he, he did animated shorts. He developed Frog Baseball, a short film that featured characters Beavis and Butthead that went on to appear on Liquid Television. And then from there, I mean, he makes Beavis and Butthead. I don't, like, we all know Which is where the Hank Hill voice comes from, because they have like a neighbor character who sounds exactly like Hank. Yeah. And then... Uh, after also that, in Texas. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that leads to films, and they're just like, so what else you got? And he's like, well, uh, me and Simpsons writer Greg Daniels, we've got this idea for a show in Texas, so we're going to do this. And, uh, you know, he's the voices of Hank Hill and Jeff Boomhauer. And, you know, post this, he's gone on to have a career making other films. You Office know, he space. did Office Space and Idiocracy and... Extract, which nobody remembers. I saw that movie that in one. theaters. I remember it because there's a part where T.J. Miller says, I'd be the laughingstock of the grindcore community. <laughs> uh, Travis, I was told uh, in, in that letter I mentioned at the start uh, that um, the Rochester or the Jefferson's visiting Rochester's fervent hardcore scene is a bit that they wished was really carried out more. <laughs> so. that's, that's a 1%er joke for sure. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm just glad. I know who it is. I'm just glad that you were able to uh, find a way to harken back to this, (laughs) no matter what it is. Uh, And yeah, and then uh, TV show-wise, he also did, uh, is that just Silicon Valley? or didn't know that. I think he's done some things that didn't work out as well as that show, but I might be wrong. Uh, The Good Family? Yeah, that was one of them. The Beavis and Butthead revivals, or revival, Mm, and then upcoming one that my cousin is an animator on. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Uh, conflict of interest much? I mean, it's a show I want to do sometime, and I'm like, maybe I wouldn't do any of the reboot seasons. I don't know. I don't know. Cut your mic, even from this. Too close <laughs> yeah. to your subject matter here. Uh, and then, uh, as, as, we already list, uh, as we already mentioned, Greg Daniels 
The guy who wrote a bunch of classic Simpsons episodes, Leash's Wedding, Bart Sells a Soul, 22 short films about Springfield. And then also Travis considers a war criminal for his work in bringing <laughs> the office to America. And I can't say I disagree. He also did uh, Space Force, that. a oh, show that people don't Space remember Force. exists. And Parks we, and Rec. Oh. We, yeah, I've heard Space Parks Force. Parks and Rec. I forgot he's done. actually involved in Parks and Rec. And it's not just like we did The Office again, but Mike Schur yeah. did it or whatever. Dude, just as much damage as The Office. You ever want if you want if you ever wanted a very controversial episode of as you know the office is the move because none of us are gonna be like the the, the <laughs> no one's there's gonna, gonna, gonna be a, there's gonna be a no one will pick it but there's gonna be a range from like absolute horrible distaste to like just mild dislike that's the range like that's I really think range. that show's pretty good and I don't want to revisit it yeah. like that's <laughs> the controversy okay. will be us hating the person that picked it yeah Travis you like the office. When it was on, I watched it. I was like, this is pretty funny. Then I stopped <laughs> thinking about it until I was and in the dating app world when I was an adult. And I was like, oh my fucking it. God. And then uh, when I was on my way to my colonoscopy a couple weeks ago, I saw the office-themed pop-up bar yeah. downtown. And I was like, redacted, redacted, redacted. Should happen to that place. <laughs> and then that's my view. But like the jokes so were pretty wild. good on the show. Yeah, Same with Parks and Rec. Good. A show like that... I, Parks and Rec, I thought, was way funnier than The Office. And I'm like, I don't need to rewatch that ever. I don't need to think about it ever again. Yeah, it's just a nonsense show to have gotten where it, where it's gotten yeah. to. Imagine if this was this kind of fervor was given to Yes, Dear or something. <laughs> that would rule. What if King of the Hill was the equivalent to The Office on Tinder for, like, men? Would, every man had a quote I'm looking for the Peggy to my Hank. <laughs> <laughs> looking for the Lenore looking, to my bill would be a I very sad like, one to see. Actually, oh, that would be kind of a bummer. Uh, I'm looking for my John Redcorn. Uh, <laughs> That's just what I was about to say. I'm looking to be somebody's John Redcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible uh, jokes cool. around that, for sure. Uh, yeah. Very good. The, I, the um, first appearance of uh, of his son is yeah. one of the funniest <laughs> jokes I've seen on TV in a long time. <laughs> Yes. Can, uh, so can I do my segment? Uh, by I the way, do? Matt's Dale. I mean, uh, uh, um, yeah, Matt's that one. because. He's well, yeah. The one so I was going to do this. So of, of like, what yeah. main King of the Hill characters are we? Obviously, I feel I'm the Hank. The world is changing around me. I feel everyone should just live my lifestyle. And I don't. <laughs> and I get annoyed when people won't do that. And won't now, I just want to say that was basically the text of what I said yesterday at a bar. But go on. Yes. <laughs> Matt, of course, is Dale. Of course. I, was say, I think it, Ian could definitely be Hank. No, I'll get to what Ian is. Matt, <laughs> oh, Matt is Dale, obviously, the, you know, really big into conspiracy theories, uh, the spectacled bald guy that wears hats, uh, <laughs> you know, all, all those sorts of things. You know, hates the government. Uh, Steven, of course, is Boomhauer. Uh, he's just like a ladies' man, but no one's quite sure why or what he does <laughs> or what, like what's going on. Although I do love to feel that Boomhauer's a Texas Ranger. Yeah, I was end. like, uh, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I was like, is the reveal that that's his first name or that's his job? No, he's been Jeff Boomhauer. Or no, I think the Jeff was late too. I think they both were at the end. Actually, I was reading. And so, of course, that leaves Ian. And I won't say that Ian's Bill Dotrieve, the saddest character in the history of TV, because <laughs> I actually so had a realization sad. about who Ian is, and it's that oh, Ian has Jesus. been a Bobby Hill figure in my life for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just this strange kind of a fet, uh, odd guy I've known for a little over a decade uh, that just goes against my, you know, you know what I want out of life or my expectations. 
uh, in our relationship, but you know, still what? someone that I care about deeply anyway. Fence? He's Bobby. Hill. Why did you call me a fence? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay, how many times have you said, "I tell you what, uh, that boy ain't right about Ian"? <laughs> that's basically all the what time. He says. That's, I also have a small basically. ass, uh, so I do feel like Hank in that way as well. That's basically what he says about me about that boy. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? You going, uh, or Hank going, that uh, there's something not right with that boy is the same as your girlfriend Alex saying that I'm a freak for vibes. Yeah. <laughs> me putting on headphones to, like, my equivalent of the putting on headphones thing is Ian has me watch, a, like, a Boss Kiarostami film or whatever, and I'm like, oh. I don't know, I've never seen any of those guys' movies, but, you know, some shit like that. I know you won't. Yeah, no, I'm, I, Bobby Hill, absolutely. That's my purse, I don't know you. Etc. Cares about meat very deeply. <laughs> There's something deeply respectable in Bobby Hill. He's yeah, he cares about like meat and like I don't know like has a strong I sense of self. Getting, I could see him getting very into film. Like oh and, yeah, like I think Bobby <laughs> Bobby when he's 17 is a huge. And Hank has like a big problem with it. Film Twitter is Bobby Hill cinema. He's <laughs> 13 forever, which also yeah, that's like me. Savant with guns. Yeah, of course. Sure, why not? Uh, Bobby, of course, voiced by, as you know, all-star Pamela Adlon. Hoist the jersey. She clearly voices multiple people in this show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, and this is the first show we've watched that has Steven Root in it. The God. Dude, it also is the first show we watched that has Phil Lamar, but I spent like... Because we haven't watched that many animated shows. He's been in in every single show. Yeah, but but it was still just the thing of like, I heard Phil Lamar's voice and I was like... Fuck, was he on Batman Begin or Batman Beyond? Now I have to double check. Our first show with Tom Petty in it. Wow. Probably, I assume, the last one. Did that character appear, or is it just that he's... Lucky was there in the last episode. Okay. Him and Louie and I have I a guess baby. I don't oh, yeah. Stuff. Yep. Okay. He was uh, with the gang at the beginning. There were five guys standing. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Mm, you're right. That's you're Tom right. Petty. Yeah, that's why he looks like Tom Petty. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I suppose that checks out. You know that Tom Petty plays himself in the uh, flop film The Postman? No. Il wow. Postino? The post-apoc- what? Il Postino? No. <laughs> Is that a different movie? <laughs> Is that like an Italian neorealist <laughs> film or something? Il Postino is. <laughs> it's a comedy drama, is Il Postino. Oh, okay. About Pablo Neruda. Uh, <laughs> the post. The Postman is <laughs> the one where it's the post-apocalyptic movie where Kevin Costner yes. is a postman. Yeah, Death Stranding, like, the movie. Why is Tom yeah, Petty yeah, the in Death that? Yeah, Death Stranding, the movie. Tom Petty plays a guy in that who, like, is the mayor of a town, and he delivers the letter, and Costner's like, wait, aren't you? And he's like, man, we were all somebody before. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just very silly when you're like, what? <laughs> Tom Petty? Playing the Bridge City Mayor Tom Petty? I mean, if he said yeah, I'd put him in my movie. Yeah, everyone loves Tom What if Petty. he said yeah like, today? What if you were making a movie uh, and then Tom Petty was like, I would be in it. And you're like, yeah. Like, I guess I have to find space Undead for Tom, Tom Petty. Petty is. Undead yeah. Tom Petty is going to be in this film, I If guess. Tom Petty said it, if Tom Petty's estate said it, then no. Yeah, can no, we you, don't want. Can you deep fake Tom Petty into this movie? Yeah, the I will way not be doing all these actors. In? Yeah, we don't want a uh, uh, Ghostbusters afterlife situation. 
All right. Should uh, we talk about the episode? King of the Hill pilot. King of the Hill pilot. 1997. 19. What was going on in 1997? I lived in uh, Cleveland Heights, Ohio. I mean, dude, 97. Wait, we talk about the 90s a lot on this show. Like, yeah. what was happening? Nothing. The color we were all the watching TV. <laughs> Later, Kenny's dig me out. Where were we at in Party of Five in 1997? Yeah. <laughs> uh, season two, I guess. Fox. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of Hank Fox Hill. lately. Yeah, yeah, we got to get off the Fox uh, train. Don't worry, don't I, worry got, I know I got, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so frightened of Matt has in store for us. Hank Hill, his wife Peggy, and their son Bobby drive to a Little League baseball game uh, because, you know, the he's... Uh, He's got to play a sport. Well, before that, we see the four main oh. guys talking about uh, Hank's car problem and talking about uh, you know Ford making jokes at its expense. And uh, <laughs> I love Hank's line of like, "Detroit hasn't had you know anything to be excited about since George Bush vomited on Jap- Japan's auto executive." Uh, a real thing that happened. Fix it again, Tony. I love though. It's like that's not that's not it. You're thinking a Fiat, and then just him <laughs> fix. It again, and trying to just uh, parse that all. Yeah, Ford was uh, found on road dead, wasn't that something like that? Something like that. Yeah. And the, the other thing was like FOMOCO or like FONOGO. What is th- what is that? It's dumb. Like FOMOCO is like Ford Motor Company, and like kids in seventy. This is things I know from being from the area is like kids in like seventies, you know, Detroit area public schools or whatever would had their favorite car companies, so people would like FOMOCO for Ford Motor Company, but then phone no-go was... That sounds like something Costanza would have shouted. I guess. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah. Weezer lead singer Rivers FOMOCO. Alright. As you know, after dark. (laughs) That was a a pretty good joke, right? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was that good? Would you like a full performance <laughs> review now or at the end of the episode? You guys want to punch that up for It's me? time for your <laughs> quarterly, as you know, performance <laughs> review, Stephen. Right, I hope you're ready to step into the A quarter of the way through the episode or what? Uh, they So Bobby is playing baseball. You get him ready. Uh, Hank is giving him a tremendous pep talk about how you can't just be, you have to do better than your best. You have to give 110%. But if the other team gives 112%, I guess just only also give 112% because 113 is the breaking point for you. I loved this conversation. To me, this was fun. I love numbers pedantry and also making fun of the 110% thing. Anytime anyone's making fun of the shit that people say about sports, like they just had more grit or whatever, I'm in for that. Always. Every time. On that note, I was kind of sad that neither of these episodes had um, one of my favorite just little things about King of the Hill, which is that uh, Bobby attends Tom Landry Middle School. Matt, who is Tom Landry? <laughs> uh, football player. He was the legendary coach of the Dallas Cowboys uh, in the 1970s. Did anyone notice that Boomhauer was intelligible in these episodes? Like, like much more the than... The voices aren't later. quite there yet in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but then the, in the second episode, the voices are so clear. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice how well, like perfect we recorded they were? Dude, that, that was episode, fucked and we up. Well, it was they're very clear, and the and like the animation was clearer. I love, I love any time when we do this podcast and we get to go from 
Well, originally it aired in standard definition to here's widescreen high definition, yeah. and I get to feel my eyes upgrade basically yeah. even when I go from one to the other. Yeah. I feel like I'm using more of than the you know ten percent of my brain that I can normally use, right, Stephen? One hundred and ten percent of your brain, yeah. Hundred. I'm using hundred and ten percent of my brain. Lucy too. When I watch a 1080p thing, and when I watch a 4K thing, I'm using well at four times that, so I'm using four hundred and forty percent of my brain. Yep. Hey, Travis. Forty-three. Hmm. So re- I remember forty-five was Pantera. Oh, <laughs> <And laughs> uh, fuck. I don't have it off the top of my head. Ooh. Okay. Well, they have a cruise coming up. <laughs> it's not Weezer. Um, I was also thinking Weezer. Only recently announced that they're having this cruise. Paul uh, McCartney. I missed I missed up this on news. your cruise announcements. Yeah. Travis? Yeah. Have you been up on your. Is this a hair band band hard hard rock It's got to be hair metal. Cruise? No. I'd go on the rat cruise. <laughs> No, they were 79, uh, you, I, don't, I believe. <laughs> I they were 79? I can't think of it. Sorry. <laughs> 43. You don't, wow, look at this fake fan. He's not a Nine Inch Nails fan. Uh, he doesn't know that they're 43rd. I'm sorry. Nine Inch Nails cruise. Nine Inch Nails cruise? What the fuck yeah. is that? Who's going to be on that cruise? What is Everybody's going to mysteriously die at sea. What is the Venn diagram the between fuck? cruise liker and Nine Inch Nails liker? Like, how many of those people are there? There's going to be so many people on their first ever cruise. Like, there's just no way. There's going to be so many people who have never seen the sun before. <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense. This was something that was floating around on Twitter the other day, or it was just some, and I'm not sure what it was, but anyways. Uh, so they go to the baseball game. <laughs> they go to the baseball game. Yep. And uh, Bobby doesn't show. I mean, Bobby actually shows a great eye because he doesn't swing at a ball. Uh, and Hank yells and then, at him anyway. Yeah, Hank yeah. doesn't understand that on base percentage is what's important. You know, were, were any of you guys ever on a baseball team with me? I mean, like in a, in a pickup game, yeah. <laughs> I think like I think there was like a rec league team when we were like first grade. I was the kid who was afraid to swing the bat. I wouldn't do it. That's Did, the whole point of playing baseball is you get to swing a bat. I would not swing well. the bat. I would have an insane strikeout percentage. <laughs> The whole <laughs> the whole point of baseball for me is my parents forced me to do it against my will, uh, so I didn't swing as a spite thing. The pitcher throws a ball directly at Bobby's bat. If I remember, correctly. this That's is impressive. This is imp- this is this is why doinks should also count. Like it's so much harder to hit the bat than for the batter to hit the ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, Bobby gets on to first. Hank is, you know, uh, overcome. He's cheering. He, he loves it. He's so excited. But uh, Bobby, of course, then gets distracted and gets hit right Hank in the face with the like, Keep your eye on the ball. He keeps, yeah. He's, yeah Hank he's is like, being Stop looking at me. Look at the ball. And then he gets, he almost gets. Um, Owen Meany's mommed. Owen Meany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sports dads, a universal dad phenomenon. I'm really ready to be a sports stand, like sports, like. Uncle, not uncle, but you know, uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to like just like be like hanging out with a friend, and they're like, "Well, we got to take the kids to you know the little league game." And I'll be like, "Sweet, yeah." And then I like stick two beers in my coat pocket. <laughs> and we're just like, "You can't bring those." And I was like, "Yeah, shut the fuck up." Me too. Why I'm very too I'm, hard seltzers. I'm very excited to go to all of my friends' kids' hurling matches and camogie. <laughs> 
I'm going to be an intense uh, Kamogi sports uncle. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a question unrelated to everything. Which one of the four of us is most oh, likely boy. to have a child? <laughs> it's Travis. I probably would be a sports yeah. uncle, though, because my older niece is uh, extremely physical. So, What does that mean? How old, is, prob- how old like is this person? Three. She's body Travis. She's throwing shit all over the place. She charges into stuff. Like, That's kind of sick. Like, my sister signed her up for dance recently, so she'll have that, but like, she's definitely she's will be like, like a little soccer kid. And then she just like, she seems like style she's modern so dance far. where she's just hurling herself across the room. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You should. She might be on Jackass, you know, the next generation instead, or whatever. Instead, sign her up for a keto. Because <laughs> that'd be sick. What's the name of the? Jackass what's the name of that niece. Brazilian dance fighting they did? Capoeira. Capoeira. Yeah, yeah. Can we do that? No, don't do capoeira. Capoeira is for capoeira is for freaks. A keto though, where it's just like <laughs> you get to only Steven Seagal does a keto. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> It's now practiced in 140 countries, <laughs> Travis. How can it be in 140 countries if it's only Steven they Seagal? All under siege. Too, Steven Seagal has oh, been yeah. to how many How many countries? countries does, so Steven Seagal does say Asia is his home. So, uh, you know, he's practicing in at least how many countries are in Asia? Quite a, a few. Lot. So, I mean. Can we get back to King of the Hill? <laughs> it's a synthesis <laughs> of martial studies, philosophy, and religious beliefs. It translates, depending <laughs> on your interpretation, <laughs> as the way of unifying life energy or the yeah. way of the harmonious spirit. We're on it sounds the second great for a child. of the show. So, <laughs> Bobby so, got hit by so a ball. Hank, so, Hank signs Bobby up for a keto. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't expect uh, Bobby to take it so well, but he ends up being a, in a Does keto Bobby prodigy. ever do martial arts beyond the women's self defense class? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bobby Hill. That one Pamela Adlon and Emmy. <laughs> did, it, did it really? That's the episode she won for was the That's My Purse, I Don't Know You episode. It's very uh, good. Yeah, it just seems it seems like there's just that one. Wait, okay, what was the Emmy like best f- four second clip of voice acting in, in an animation? A voice acting Emmy for. But do you but do you get voice acting Emmys for one episode? Like they're that's not televised. You no, most well, Emmys are for one Steve, episode. Yeah, yeah. Technically, Emmy you you get an Emmy for an episode. You submit. You don't get an, an you don't get an Emmy for a no, good no, no. season. Technically, what happened? They don't no, have you get time it for to watch performance in the role. The way they do it is an episode is submitted. Like you pick an episode as that character, or someone else doesn't, and that is what is submitted as your Emmy thing. Because the people who run the Emmys don't have time to watch all the shows, or what? To watch every single episode of every show. Yeah, it's too too big of a task. I mean, a lot of them probably still vote. But based these on are that the kind of Emmy thing. people. It sounds like they don't really love TV. That's what I'm saying. So what you're saying is, we should be in charge of the Emmys? Yes. No. Because I'm trying to get us. I'm trying to get us in charge of the Golden Globes. Actually. Uh. See, because if if we were in charge of the Emmys, we would have the same process they do. We already only watch two episodes of every show that we watch. <laughs> at least it's that's really double. That at, like... least that's, at least that's double them. <laughs> yeah, like that's double what they watch. I like that you went from like kind of indignant about this to realizing that's what we do, and I'm now also like fully like holy shit. <laughs> So they go oh to the store God. because... Wow, do you know when the episode uh, uh, Bobby Goes Nuts aired? No. Is it 9-11-01 or something? <laughs> no, it's November 11th, 2001. <laughs> okay. It's two months later. The nation was healing. Not, <laughs> that's not what we wanted to do we with were the not Taliban. Healing at that point. Let's kick them in the balls <laughs> and say that's my first one. Right? 
They go to the uh, store. They go to the and store. And harasses a minimum wage employee. <laughs> um, what is he looking for again? WD-40 and a tide... A tan, uh, I don't know. Some shit that would get me yelled at by Hank Hill. I don't know die. what it is. A tap and die. A tap, tap and die. die. I don't know what that is. They're used to create screw threads, which is called huh. threading. Oh, boy. Huh. So he uh, yells at, at this guy, uh, and the uh, he yells a game at of telephone a, basically happened throughout the city of Ireland. This yeah. was funny. Um, the escalation of like <laughs> him yelling at uh, <laughs> at some him yelling at the employee while Bobby has a black eye to the um, child protective services guy being, oh, so he hit his son with a bat. No, that's definitely not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he, he, and they were also like, oh, he we beat don't the two that. women who tried to stop him or whatever when they <laughs> yeah, hammer. Yeah, <laughs> he beat them too. <laughs> yeah, this gets the CPS guy who has on the little uh, wristbands for like uh, tendonitis. This little weenie is sent in. Yes, because Mike Judge has contempt for the coastal elites. Uh, sure, we As haven't we talked about Mike Judge's should. politics, which are pretty idiosyncratic. Um, he's American. Yeah, that is part of it. He's like <laughs> yeah, kind he's, of a libertarian, but like it's just nonsense. Kind. It's a hodgepodge of yeah. fucking contradictory beliefs. Yeah, like he's got stuff where I'm like, yeah, I get that, man. And there's stuff where I'm just like, oh, I don't know about this one. Hating uh, hating this like weenie kind of guy, I think. Yeah, is, this dude we is can a all get weenie. behind that. Like, you know, because we like yeah, the conceit weenies. of the show is that Hank is a conservative in an increasingly liberal world, and he's trying yeah. to adjust to it. And sometimes he is made the fool because of that, but sometimes he has a point or whatever. Right. And like this one is clearly one where like the liberals uh, are the out of touch and and not understanding of. But also, America. but also he at one point tells Dale that <laughs> that was that shocking. If the, if it gets one degree hotter, he's going to kick his ass. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. like global, global warming is not real. Because <laughs> global warming is real. Like, So I was like, okay, well, clearly he's not that conservative. It would weirdly, Hank was ahead of his time on global warming. That's 10 <laughs> years before an inconvenient Yeah, truth. that was... Yeah, Yeah, I heard him say that, and I was like, what? Wow. That feels like a thing that wasn't brought up much. much was, it, a, was this there just to be like, hey, audience... Uh, just no, so you know, the people Mike... making this like get it. I think that just wasn't a political, a known mainstream issue at the time. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Judge is that guy who you talk to outside of there, and it's like, so your first choice is Pete Buttigieg, and your second choice is Mike Pence. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I voted like, for Bernie and Ohid. Yeah, I, li- I, I like Bernie, some of Bernie's ideas. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys. Mike Judge, Joe Rogan experience. Uh, Mike Judge appeared with Willie D on an episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. Mike Judge Bushwick Bill is now something <laughs> I'm searching. Um, now, Close uh, from Texas. did you know that Mike Judge was in uh, three? Is there only three of these? I he, no, I think there's a fourth one. Um, Mike Judge, uh, of course, in uh, Spy Kids. Spy Kids 2 and Spy Kids 3. <laughs> As yeah. Donagon Giggles. That's his character's name. Donagon Giggles. Yeah. Sure. Also, of course, he appeared in uh, Jackass 3D. Oh. As Beavis and Butthead. Oh, uh, uh, okay. There you go. MTV Solder. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. He's a Gen so, X yeah, guy. The guy, the guy comes. Yeah. The guy comes to talk uh, about uh, Bobby. Uh, and asks Peggy, who has been hit in the face with a baseball by Bobby because he's just recreating 
Steve McQueen in the jail cell in the cooler yeah. in The Great Escape, just throwing the baseball against sure. the wall. Or Jack but, in The Shining with the tennis ball or whatever. Yeah. yeah but, or, you know, me in any room I've ever been in with a ball in it. <laughs> yes. The time, <laughs> the time you were here months ago, mere months ago, and there was just a golf ball on the ground in my room, mm. in my living room. And you picked it up, and I was like, don't play with that. And you were like, if you don't want me to play with a ball, don't have it out. (laughs) Yeah, Stephen's coming. Put all of your balls away. It literally, I think, like, I had moved something, and it rolled out. And it was like, no. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was there. My eyes zoomed in, but dollied out on the the golf ball on the ground. Just like camera on the golf ball, camera on my eyes squinting, camera on your eyes bloodshot, like be a bead of sweat going down. It's that key and peel, like just more and more sweat is shooting off of my face. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So the guy comes and, and Peggy's like, oh. He's got uh, Hank. No, he's got a he's, a. he's a real sweetie. A wonderful disposition. Right as he's trying to fix his truck, and Dale fucks it all up. So he winds up like he gets a, the hood of the car smashed yeah, on his he, own head, and he's like stuck yeah. in the in the engine for a second. And he comes in right as Bobby's just throwing the baseball against the wall, and he just grabs it. And he's like, "No more!" and like throws it perfectly like out the door i guess <laughs> like over the head of the guy of the cps guy i think yeah, yeah. and he's like mm, yes very interesting very interesting is this uh, when we see just... what bobby's watching on the television which is an amazing <laughs> <laughs> doctor gave him an unnecessary <laughs> nose job yes. <laughs> it's this guy weeping with like an x bandage over his <laughs> neck he's like that poor man <laughs> yeah that happens <laughs> Yes, that is that scene. Can we skip scene. the scene where he's listening to the farts? Yeah. Oh, where he's listening to the that's jerky boys. That's the introduction boys. of Bobby as a character is, yeah, that he's listening yeah. to jerky boys. And that's where we get the heavily memed scene of uh, Hank, yeah, putting the headphones on and being appalled at the sounds that he hears. But, you know, very easy to edit. So he's like, whatever. There was one where he was listening to Come Town. I remember that. That always <laughs> stuck with me. Well, yeah, you got you got to make sure he's not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> So then the CPS investigation kind of starts, right? Yeah. And the guy he, goes around he interviewing goes around. other people. I mean, he interviews, he stops and talks to Hank and, and Peggy. Uh, and Hank just reiterates that he would never do anything to his son. And then and we like, get... He got the, hit at the baseball game. Yeah. A thing which there would obviously be tons of witnesses for, but the guy, you know... Well, they, they, they address that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so then he goes to talk to Dale, and then we get the great Dale bits of... <laughs> His wife, the local weather woman, I believe, is her job. Uh, you know, going to get her migraines or her like, you know, get the head massage from John Redcorn, who's listening to like Foghat or whatever. <laughs> I forget what he's listening to. Uh, and and uh, and she, he's just like, you've been going to get those for eight years or whatever, and you still have it. Uh, and then we're introduced to his son. <laughs> yes, who looks and of course exactly. Like John Redcorn. Yes, the ultimate joke about Dale. He believes every conspiracy but misses the thing right in front of his face that his son is not his. I mean, it is his son. He's the father that stepped up. That's true. <laughs> he's there raising that boy. John Redcorn, he's just out, you know. What's his son's name? It's not Dale uh, Jr. It's like... Joseph? Joseph, yeah. 
Which is also weird to see in this episode because most of the series he's like going through puberty and has like that kind of like scratchy voice and has like a dirt stash most of the time. But this episode they hadn't quite they hadn't really settled on a lot of the voices yet. The other thing too is that the voice act his voice actor gets replaced after season four. That's Mm. part of it. Because he's Brittany Murphy from seasons one to four. Oh, Brittany Murphy does him too at the beginning. And then then, it's Breck and and Meyer. She died. Well she died like after the show ended, like right after. But she's voicing Louis. They just went a different direction. They were just like we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have um uh, Breck and Meyer do it. John Arbuckle himself. What? He's John in the Garfield movies. Is he? Yes. I didn't know. Why would I know that? Because you're I Ian Benson. I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was about to immediately go, I should know that. Like, I, I do. I should know that. If you put a gun to my head, I think I would have said Lee Pace, but I realize he's Marmaduke's owner in the Marmaduke <laughs> movie. Did you Heathcliff yet? Heathcliff <laughs> movie... Did you the mean Wuthering Heights? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heathcliff the movie. <laughs> it's a 1996 animated anthology okay, children's comedy film, mm. which features, of course, an officer in an alley cat, a loose parody of an officer and a gentleman. Classic. Classic stuff. What happens next in King of the Hill pilot? What happens next is, uh, after talking to everyone and making his mind up, even though he, like everyone's like, no, yeah, Hank's a real sweetie to Bobby. It's his only son. It's the only because child in the house because he has a narrow urethra. <laughs> I couldn't believe how early the narrow urethra thing came in. And is this the first time the word glands has been used on television? <laughs> no. Glans. scientific, ever. not gland, G-L-A-N-S glands, oh, glands, as we talked about, as we've discussed before on Big Dumb Lights. Yeah. <laughs> the, na- the, scientific name for the, head of, the scientific name for the head of your penis is mentioned. <laughs> that is what he's saying. He was like, don't talk about my glands. <laughs> like, that's what he's referring to. I'd yeah, say so maybe the only time, other than maybe like a the, house episode. It might be the first time urethra was set on TV. I don't the know. Narrow, the narrow urethra bit is funny to me. And then like, don't, yeah. and his this, son. This his, is just it. Yeah. Like, this is why this, this episode is better because there were like multiple bits that really hit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I am not. I am not following down the rabbit hole. First time urethra was set on TV. It is a terrible. Terrible series of Google <laughs> results, and I'm stopping now. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Uh, and I mean, we only get one flashback scene of Cotton, unfortunately, but f- Cotton has a wide jury throw, I believe, which is why he's able to have children r- very late in life. Yeah, and then I also had to be like, have we covered? Have has has Toby Huss appeared no. before? Hmm. But he hasn't. But I was like, didn't I feel like we talked about him? But maybe it was for something else. Because I was like, well, there's Artie, the world's strongest man. The king of Texas himself, Toby Huss, who also voices Khan, which is maybe problematic uh, now. Maybe problematic. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the most problematic maybe doing of a king racist of, voice king, on the TV. The most problematic is. element of King of the Hill is probably Khan. We only get a little bit in these two. He's not in the first episode. I don't know when we get the flashback with Cotton, but then the young Hank that just does Hank's current head on like a tiny body is really grotesque. <laughs> uh, no, that's just how it, uh, children look in uh, in. Uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> and Fallout <laughs> games. Totally normal to me. Uh, but yeah, so the the, the um, uh, Bobby is telling Joseph about all of this, and then they start doing imitations of Hank, which the social and worker overhears, and he's like, I know it. Apparently Joseph's impression of Hank is so good that the social worker thought it was Hank. Well, you know, the social worker is, he's got his mind made up, and now he's just looking for. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't even know that one of Hank's catchphrases is, I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, You know, he, the the social worker goes back, you know, tells his boss, he's like, I think we should get him out. And he's like, okay, uh, why? And he's like, oh, well, it's real redneck city. And then he's like, right. Yeah. This guy's from 
Los Angeles. Well, actually, like, first, actually, first, he did literally try to get him out. He was like, he oh, knocked right. at the door and was like, Bobby, are you okay? Uh, I could move you into a family with a pool. And Bobby was like, no. <laughs> Which uh, I liked the understated no. It was great. I mean, and yeah, just also just, I know you can't say, I know you can't be honest in front of him. And then they try to get rid of Luann instead. Like, oh, right. right. There's Luann, who, yeah, Luann. is going through all sorts of stuff. Yeah, her her mom, her mom's going to be on real stories of highway patrol. Is she, who was the whole thing that she did again? Does anyone remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. Why she was in jail, why she was like why headed she's to jail. I don't know if we ever meet the Platter family, like, I'm sure at some point, maybe, but we never meet Peggy. Probably, you know, sister and brother-in-law or whatever. But uh, the the guy learns uh, the the boss at Child Protective Services learns that uh, this. What does he keep calling him? What does Hank keep calling this guy? <laughs> twig arms, twig arms, twig yeah. man. Learns that twi- twig man <laughs> hadn't talked to the baseball coach, and thus you know the guy's just like, okay, well, I see what this is like. And, you know, calls the Hill household after all of this. And (laughs) Bobby picks up. And I was like, hey, Bobby, uh, we'd like to tell you, you know, just let your folks know that we're stopping the investigation. And uh, Twig Arms is headed back to Los Angeles. And Bobby's (laughs) like, okay. And then uh, they ask him who that was. And he's just like, wrong number. Uh, And then he decides. Which is also a good bit. (laughs) Yeah. And then he decides to use this to his advantage. Uh, So he terrorizes the neighborhood. (laughs) And Hank can't do anything because Child Protective Services is sniffing around. What does he say? He's like, I'm asking you from a place not centered in anger to reset (laughs) the garage door opener to its factory settings. Yes, when he does that, I would would like you to respect my fence's right to be a fence fence. (laughs) after he knocks the fence over. Yeah, Yeah, all very, very good. Yeah, I mean, you know, all that happens after that is then, you know, like, it's eventually the truth is revealed. Uh, and it's it's Bobby being like, well, I was worried that if he found out, he would stop actually like being nice to me, or you know, because he because d- Dad doesn't love me, and you're like, oh wow, it's okay, Bobby, your da- your your Dad loves you, and you're your pride and joy, and you know, and Peggy's like, and you got to tell him that, you got to tell our son you love him, and Hank's just like, I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, that's when we get the flashback. He's like, you know how my father raised me, <laughs> and we get the one cotton scene. Sadly, we never get to see yeah. cotton in action. Being shorter than everyone with his chins. Well, he's off. died. I think right? they kill Not him nice. off at some point. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, so so after Hank does tell Bobby in his own way how much he loves him, they start play fighting right as uh, as Twig Arm sees on the bus <laughs> leaving town. It was a very good, very good scene of Hank struggling to tell Bobby that he loved him. That includes him saying things like, "Well, you know." You're my son, and everything that entails. <laughs> <laughs> Editing this to be what Bufasa is telling Simba <laughs> instead of all that the light touches is your and all that that entails. Yeah, yeah, you know, fix it again, Tony. That's the first episode. That's the pilot of of uh, King of the Hill, the a show, show that pilot. I would. Yeah, a show that I would definitely be like, oh, cool, King of the Hill's on. If yeah. you know. I watched on Adult Swim at the very beginning of the block several times. I've seen it in so many ways, I feel. I'd be I'd be happy to watch the second episode of King of the I Hill. love Hank also just uh, getting uh, really mad 
at Twig Arms because his tax dollars go to him and just the incoherent. That, yeah. <laughs> he eventually just like, gets uh, there's little... like fucking like the uh, Yankee Doodle or whatever flying yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, and then like the record the thing, scratch. Like whether or not Mike Judge is a libertarian himself. Like having someone go on a libertarian rage while like the actual flute of is funny. Like the fact that the idea of my tax dollars going to twig our bureaucrats I mean, this is why like you. This is why um, uh, asshole by Dennis Leary remains the height of all comedy. God, you why? Know? Because he's an asshole. No, isn't that basically like the middle part of that? Thing. A little the John Wayne isn't dead, he's frozen and let me and like the rant that he goes on in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah isn't kinda. basically all that is. Uh, all right. Uh can we talk about the famous King of the Hill animation guide? Yeah. That was uh kind of viral on the internet uh, I don't know about it, years so. ago. Um it's a uh guide for animators working on the show uh that uh leaked onto the internet, which gives you a good peek behind the curtain as to how animated series work. But also, it's very funny because it has, for instance, don't draw Peggy too shapely. And then there's a picture of <laughs> sexy Peggy. Yes, that's just a picture of Peggy in her nighty that we see often on the show. And then there's animator's dream Peggy that has like, it's, a, it's an arrow pointing her boobs, says too big, waist too small, lips too full, uh, <laughs> neck too thin. Dale does not flip his shades up. No smiling or laughing Boomhauer. No skinny red corns. <laughs> Drawn red corn is taller and more muscular than Hank. Not to imply that Hank couldn't kick red corn's ass if he was really pissed. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm really glad that in the like animation guide, they are like, we know who can beat who. It's very it's important. important. And like because the show was like built to be a realistic sitcom, just in like they don't do wacky animation shit on this show. Like, That's good. You could argue if you want. You'd like. I'm surprised Matt hasn't exasperatedly gone like, why was this animated then? Uh, uh, other no, than just well, to I not was age your about characters that ever and like, yeah, that's the main but thing. But I, I was, I was thinking about that when I was watching it because I was like, would this be better as a live action thing? I think you can get away with at the very least goofier voices in a cartoon, and yeah, I think this can. kind of needs to have the goofy voices for it to work and be as funny as it is. Yeah, at least in also the first Bobby episode. Hill would have to be a child actor. Right, that would, which be, would be, that would be unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like they have realistic eating, chew cycles, utensils held realistic, continuity and <laughs> hookups works with dialogue, uh, sitting down and standing up thought out with extra poses or thumbnails, bounce or setting, possible chair animation worked in with dialogue as well. Stop using Hank with hand rub- rubbing neck in every show. Invent original acting. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff like this. Um, you can just Google it. There's like an imager thing that's got all of them. Uh, I don't know. It's really interesting and it's funny and, and I like the attention to detail of it. To sirloin with love. With love. You really adopted the way that you said Party of Five into everything now. Yeah, I know. Which is I really the didn't. Letterman thing. <laughs> it's, well, it's because Travis said it was Letterman and I was like, oh, you're right. And then it's just... Just <laughs> bouncing the papers on the desk. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't see is me with a bunch Matt's of the note Paul cards. Just... Of this podcast also. <laughs> I mean, what if one episode? Yeah, I like turn on the Discord and it's a full Letterman setup. <laughs> like I'm just here. I got the table in the back. You're like, what is going? on? Somebody is there playing music on the side. I would love if this podcast had a Paul Schaefer figure. Sorry, I can't be that for you. <laughs> you you definitely would. <laughs> 
like you could yeah, choose if anyone could to be the side be man. that yeah what i i love i uh we should do i want to do letterman for one of the picks because the, <laughs> the, let's do the uh, television do simulcast of i miss in the morning <laughs> We but we should do like oh god oh fucking hell. oh my god fucking hell <laughs> fucking Christ <laughs> oh god you just opened a can of worms somebody picks Rush Limbaugh's like oh yeah let's do the Rush Limbaugh show that would Green be fun because it's just us Green laughing at a guy <laughs> oh, we should god. do Ed, we should do we, Ed Sullivan we should absolutely we do, do like highly questionable <laughs> like one of the ESPN shows that got canceled okay. let's watch cold pizza <laughs> yeah. But no. But if we do, if we do uh, highly questionable, we get to do a bunch of the like high five, because <laughs> uh, Poppy is one of the greatest characters in television history. Uh, the sirloin with love. <laughs> sirloin. The final episode of love. King of the Hill, except sort so, of yeah, not really because they aired the some this? random episodes in syndication later. Oh, because it was unfair I thought, for so the last season. The reason I picked the reason I picked this one was because it was like the planned finale. Yeah, but yeah. like. There's nothing finale. Just the about last this two minutes, of except for the last two minutes. Yeah, they get yeah. weirdly sentimental in, at the end of a at one of the most mediocre episodes of television I've ever seen. It in makes my life. sense though sorry, for what King of the Hill is, which is just like a yes, slice of life thing. Everyone, okay. Now we're gonna play. We're gonna run that tape back. The marbling yeah. on that joke was... is not great. <laughs> this is not prime material. <laughs> this episode did. Uh, so Hank finds himself. With the nightmare scenario that faces all fathers in fiction, he has to be home alone with the kid for a night because Peggy is going to be at... I, was it, she's Peggy. a ladies' night playing Scrabble. She's working on her two-letter words, and she goes and like says a bunch of them on her way out. No, but it was also something where it was like at like some... It, there, there, I feel like the, it was that bar that had a silly name, I think, was just yeah. really what it was. Um but yeah, so they they're like, okay. Peggy famously got really into Boggle one episode, also. Yeah, Hank is alone with Bobby for the night, and is like, I'll take him to a steakhouse. Well, no, he's not. No, no, that was Dale's idea. Oh, Dale, yeah. my idea, my idea. <laughs> if I if I had the bold idea of going out to dinner and somebody didn't credit me with that, I would also <laughs> be pissed. So I guess I am Dale. <laughs> <laughs> would you be an exterminator? There's what you think the episode's going to be about, which is Bobby having to, uh, uh, you know, Hank and Bobby having to spend the night together, uh, and then what it actually is about, which is Bobby having a pre-natural talent for um, meat spotting, meat judging. <laughs> Sorry, not meat. Which spotting. he displays a, at the steakhouse to the waiter. That's meat. Yeah, he does that scene from Pig to the waiter, just totally dresses him that's... down. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't know. I was working at Foot Locker two days ago, yeah. or whatever, and then. Uh, the, the man's like, hey, we, we we need people at our junior college to judge meat. Heimlich County Junior College meat examination team. I love the uh, when Hank is just like, why is Bobby so good at this? And the uh, the montage <laughs> of baby Bobby and Hank bring a steak out and going, someday you will eat this. And like the baby Bobby just has, gets a big grin on his face. Uh, and just all I'm, the other shit like that is very good. I'm 1,000% going to start doing this when I meet babies. <laughs> is like whatever I'm holding. Like if I'm eating a pizza in front of the baby, I'll be like, one day you will get to eat this pizza. Yeah. Steak yeah. tartare. One day. Bringing Oh god! I'm bringing only Ortolan for me because I'd be the only one interested. Go to a that. restaurant that serves it and be like, "Who brought their baby here?" <laughs> Matt at the table next. Oh my the god! There's a baby the in the Ortolan restaurant. There's a baby. The baby has to eat the Ortolan. 
You brought the baby to the Ortolan restaurant. The baby has to eat the Ortolan. Yeah. The baby has to hide its shame from God. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah uh, Bobby is just like, no, this is inferior meat. Uh, and, the, and the coach is just like, you got to join us. And Bobby's like, I guess I will. I guess I'll walk on to this junior. I guess the NJCAA is not as rigid about who qualifies as an athlete as the regular NCAA. Nothing you can do about that part of it. And you just got to accept it. We get this cast of quirky characters. Yeah, there's the guy from like... Norway. Norway and the very token girl and the guy who's just like angry and nerdy in the coach. Oh, they introduced the racist characters like right before this. So then the I was looking down oh, at Khan my phone was there, yeah. and then there was another accent and I was like, all right, how is this going to be racist? And then it was just somebody from Norway. Hey, you can always make fun of Norwegians. You, it's it's not never racist. racist to be. <laughs> like, that on. was xenophobic to my people. How dare they do you this? You say whatever. Var- Var- Varg Vikerns weeps at your <laughs> ethnic <laughs> stereotyping. <laughs> I told you, Matt, about the time that I said Tintin is a cultural, it's a racist character of my Belgian people, right? That's true. And everyone else at the bar with me just stared because they couldn't tell where I was going with that. The best jokes are the ones where you just get blank stares back. Well, what was good, though, was right after all my favorites, one of them too. looked at me and was just like, you do make sense as a Belgian. <laughs> I was like, what? Belgian ass. <laughs> Getting invaded by your neighbors all the time, ass. Constantly your fucking ass. bonbons. <laughs> oh, getting you having a having a remarkable golden generation soccer team that just can't do shit. Actually, though, wasting Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, Still pissed at Wando. Uh, don't even fucking say his name, <laughs> Travis. Uh, Bobby's got. Does Bobby have a thing with the Khan's daughter? He has a a. Friendship that's occasionally romantic, and then I think they just become just friends again with Connie. Okay. Bobby's best friends, and for his time, a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, with the yeah. Laotian family that lives next door. Named after her egomaniacal father because he wanted a son. Yeah, she's Con wow. Jr. <laughs> that's, I like that. Yeah, but yeah, the issue is it's all Con is also Toby Huss, and that's Yeah, yeah no, that part's great. bad. No, that part is bad. That yes. part is unimpeachably bad, and it's... I was talking about this with a, a friend the other day because I was talking about Cloud Atlas. Sure. And she was like, isn't that that movie where like Tom Hanks and Jim Sturgis do yellow face? And mm. I was like, yes. But it's good other than that. Doesn't it but also have like part, black people doing white face and like yes. Asians and I was doing like, black that part, like Yes. Mm. And I was like, that part, there's a, they're trying something and I think they fail, but they're trying something. And I was like, it's not like one of those TV shows that you didn't realize until recently just has a blackface episode for some reason. <laughs> and then we just like sat there and just were like, what was up with that? As we just kept everyone announcing, searching. sorry about my blackface episode. You forgot happened. It's <laughs> yeah, just down. searching on our work computer. <laughs> everyone's like, like, TFA, your issues with race or not that you had blackface in the 30 Rock episode. It's 4,000 well, other things that whatever. Yeah, that is among on. those. But yeah, it's just like. It's weird that you're just like, yeah, I mean, people are doing blackface today, probably, in a television show that I'm not watching. The voice acting, it's... Racist? A problem. Yeah, no, I was going to go, it's a problem, and it crops up in new and exciting ways all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Khan's barely in this episode. Uh, but Phil Lamar plays a white guy? 
Phil, I mean, Phil Lamar played Samurai Jack. You know, he's done. I think Phil Lamar well, has voiced weird. every race in his life at some point. <laughs> yeah, and you know uh, why? <laughs> you, he's what good. race is Samurai Jack? Hmm? Travis, what race is Samurai Jack? Japan, he's Asian. He's Japanese. Is he? He's a Wait, samurai. Yeah, no, he's undoubtedly. <laughs> okay, but like Tom he, Cruise samurai. He lives he's in not the, the last samurai. He lives no, in but he's the medieval past. Japan. Steven, Steven, the thing is, he's Jack, and he's got to get back to the past. Samurai Jack. I know. Watch I know, out. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like, is it ever, do they ever say Japan? Yes! What? When they showed he was growing up in feudal Japan before he was sent to the future. Uh, oops. <laughs> uh, but no, it's okay because Phil Lamar has a fucking cool voice. I would let Phil Lamar voice me. No, what yeah, a career yeah. he's had between all the voice acting roles. He got shot in the face Mad with Pulp TV. Fiction and Mad TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a life. It, it it is great for like there are definitely people who like only know him as the guy who gets shot in the face. They think they <laughs> has, know like, him as that, but they know right. his voice. Oh, yeah, no, and, and you know has his hamburger eaten. Oh, his list of impressions mm. uh, on on Ooh. Mad TV. Mm. Mm. Bobby Brown, Ray Charles, Johnny Cochran, Nat King Cole, Billy Crystal, which is good. It's okay. good that he does, does Billy he do Crystal. Billy Crystal doing blackface as <laughs> a He does do jazz man. It's Billy Crystal <laughs> from When Harry Met Sally, but uh, okay. that is that's, it is still good. He he should be allowed to do. Yeah, the other one, if Ted Danson doing, at a Friars Club roast. If he was doing the jazz man by a Billy Crystal impression, that would be uh, wow. Uh, Diddy, we, Tommy did, Davidson, Sammy Davis Jr., Tommy Davidson, uh, Farrakhan, Morgan Freeman, Sherman Hemsley, Ice-T, Michael a... Jackson, Rick James, Don King, Martin Lawrence, Spike Lee, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. <laughs> Bill Maher by Bill, Bill Maher. Maher. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Sidney Poitier, Colin Powell, Prince Chris Rock, Bernard Shaw, Sinbad, Sammy Sosa, Bernard, Chris Tucker, wait, sorry, Kanye West, West Barry Bernard White, Michael Shaw. Winslow, and Stevie Wonder. <laughs> a Michael Winslow impression? What even is that? Like from Family Matters. No, that's the guy who does the sound effects. Oh. <laughs> What's the he, parent in Family Matters? The, uh, the I shot a kid guy. Uh, <laughs> that is, um, um, oh, fuck, what is his name? The, uh, <laughs> Great the, line to know him for. <laughs> uh, the I shot a kid. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's, I know him for, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that dude. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, uh, Reginald Val uh, Johnson. Reginald Val Johnson. Do, yes. How do we yeah. feel? How do we feel about um, black people a... and blackface? Like, what if that what? happened? Would that be okay? Isn't that what Bamboozled is or whatever? I never saw that movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is what Bamboozled is, and it's a great film that also has one of the the unfortunate fact of being like one of the first digitally shot films, so it looks like shit. It looks atrocious. It's all just under fluorescent lights. And it is distractingly bad, but also is a great film. So anyway, Spike aside. <laughs> with <laughs> love. So we get to the Sirloin meat judging team, and they're like, wow, this kid's a he, prodigy. And, they and then he fucks up on the meat judging team because he gets cocky. Yeah. Well, Man, because they all trust was... him, too. And yeah, he fucks up in the clutch uh, at their first competition, but they still get to go to state, which is weird that... Mm -hmm. I guess it's junior college. Well, that's a really normal. That's a really normal thing. I don't know. Like, like when I was in cross country, 
and stuff, they'd be like, okay, here's this meet. The top 10 teams go to state or whatever. Yeah, no, it's it more also, just like, I'm like, why is it state and not national? But I don't know. It's junior college. Texas is big. Yeah, and it is Texas. There's probably more. Be- the only There's probably a large concentration of collegiate meet judging teams are probably Texas schools. You'll notice we're not talking about any jokes or bits here because nothing lands and nothing is particularly laugh worthy. So over the course here. of it, it begin you begin to wonder what is the point of this programming at all. Hank saying you're, you've never been interested in anything good is a good gag. Uh, hey, you think that's a good gag because that's how you feel about us. <laughs> Hank, Hank does say something that I really like in the very beginning that I forgot to mention. Um, where he's talking about going out to eat with Bobby, and he says, if there's no live music, then that's what we'll do, which is absolutely <laughs> the correct take. <laughs> Unwanted live music in a restaurant yeah. is the absolute worst thing <laughs> man has ever dreamed of. One of, the, one, of, one, of the best, one of the best things about it is it's one of the worst things for both the people in the restaurant and the band. Yeah. The band yeah, is horrible. also miserable. <laughs> I it's can... so bad. I can certainly think to time or think of times where I've been somewhere like just like a bar or something like that with you, Matt, and then like a band appears and you're like, we have to get out of here. <laughs> I remember that happening at Happy Dog once where you're like, we need to leave now. We're Happy going Dog. somewhere else. I considered going to Happy Dog to see the men in 2012. <laughs> yeah, no, that all makes sense. This is just something fine, that was if you're, if you're eating a there, fucking hot dog and then suddenly a band is there, you need to exit the building as fast as you can. I mean, they also tell you, you ahead of time they're playing, I think, at those ones. Yeah, but this yes, wasn't like yeah, a yeah. notable band or anything like that. This was just like, oh God, there's a band about to start playing. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Find the exit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need the check. We need the check. We get that. There's also, I guess, this less of a joke, but I really like the concept of halfway through the episode that Bobby learns that he's on the villain team from a sports movie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> when they're at a restaurant on, uh, before state and they're like, oh, there's the Texas A&F people. Like, let's blind them <laughs> with pepper throwing okay. red pepper, pepper, pepper flakes, flakes okay. in their face. I think. And the coach is I like, think good idea. They're thinking think, like a champion. I think the rest of the episode like because in in my head it was like okay this is the villain team but the rest of the episode is like no it's not the villain team every team thinks like this yeah which really just like right competition like is the most the, toxic thing right that you I can't can believe engage Matt didn't in. like insane. this episode it has his world that Al- that alabama and auburn-esque fucking you know poison the trees shit going on here yeah grow up and then he's like judge tofu throws pepper at him i don't know i was amused yeah yeah i mean you just uh, you also just want to like blind somebody with red pepper flake <laughs> i mean this reminds me of my idea for a super villain that kills people with a pizza cutter which you did text me about in the middle of the night and say I has anyone know. ever used a pizza cutter as a weapon and my response like was in pretty comics, quickly in comics yeah well and my response is pretty quickly like i can't think of anything beyond a weapon that's nicknamed the pizza cutter from i think bloodborne and you're like that's not enough. And I was like, well, I now have a new mission. I in mean, life. Jackie Chan. So that's my mission in life. And Steven's mission is to make you like cartoons. And then also his super secret other mission <laughs> that one day he will reveal. <laughs> it's to not us. secret. It's not. Se- anyway, what's the weapon in Chris Moltisanti's movie? Cleaver. Yeah, I guess. That's yes. More intense than a pizza cutter. A pizza cutter would be so like a really sharp pizza cutter. That'd be funny. And uh, also, no, there hasn't been a pizza cutter that you can throw at people in Hitman, Travis, before you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would you love to Hitman level where you're in a pizzeria. <laughs> you can't throw expired cans <laughs> of tomato sauce. 47 people doing the dough can... thing extremely well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Great job, 47. Well, um, Hank is so excited that he charters a bus. No, it's uh, the so, team chartered the, the bus, and he reserved the Oh, the team chartered the bus. You're right. Sorry. Uh, and he's going to ride on the bus, but then Bobby is like, these people are freaks. I'm quitting the team. Yeah. Which is the right thing to do. Walk out. You can always leave. Yeah, you can always yeah. leave. If and it sucks, hit the bricks. But Hank loves the spirit of the competition, so he's like, "When I re- he's like, I'm a man of my word, and I reserve a seat on a chartered bus. <laughs> I take it. There's cheerleaders on the bus for some reason. Very they have realistic. a live cow mascot. That's yeah, kind of fucked up. revealed that the bus, Wait, the people the, who, the bus? The bus driver and someone else are... Yeah. Yeah, the, I was gonna say it's the, it's that they're secretly fans of uh, Texas A and F. Yeah, uh. which copies rest enough just has the Texas A and M logo, but with an F <laughs> and in the same color. What do you think everything. the F stands for? Uh, What's the farming. M stand for the A. Marine M. Maritime. Uh, maritime. Mechanical. Mechanical. A&M in any college. They're repeatedly going maritime. (laughs) Maritime? Land grant universities in the fucking plains are famous for their maritime stuff. (laughs) Uh, College station. (laughs) If you lose college station, we lose the American (laughs) coast. We can't do that. You know, it's not far from the Gulf. (laughs) Gigum. All right. It's still still not on the water. (laughs) They're in a fake army. I understand why he thinks there's maybe branch, they have a fake there's navy a too. There's a campus. They have a branch campus. Texano Corpus Christi. Yeah, they've got that. <laughs> Go Islanders. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, you know, they, they have a. Wait, did we ever say what we think F stands for? Farming would be my guess. Farming. If you had to make one up. Uh, also, this is a good reminder that Rick Perry went to A and M and got a D in meat science. A D in meat science. Uh, yeah, so their bus gets stranded on the side of the road, and they're left there, and their funds are taken from them. I love I love they're just threatening everyone with a taser <laughs> yeah. and taking their cell phones. Yeah, I mean, if we learned anything last week, getting hit with a taser, not that bad. <laughs> we gonna go We're not all Johnny from Knoxville. Electric Avenue. <laughs> I watched Jackass 2 and 3 in the past couple of days. I also watched 2 and texted with Ian about it. Uh, 3.5 out of 5, but still masterpieces. <laughs> Just cut out all the poop stuff. Don't need the poop. Yeah, no, that's 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 really that's really the unpleasant part. I also and don't need Steve O putting a hook in his mouth. That was a lot for me. Oh, God. I now that's reflexively I am afraid of Steve O appears on my screen, which is a shame because <laughs> Steve O is a delight. But Steve O's fucking crazy, man. The part in that where um, Jay Chandras Chandrasekhar uh, Ch- Jay Chandrasekhar uh, uh, <laughs> takes them hostage. And then it's revealed at the end that they, it's uh, pubes that are paste, that are uh, uh, glued all over Dave England's face, and he it's just not says, Dave England, it's, dick- um, it's Danger oh, Aaron. Yeah, uh, yeah, Danger Aaron. Sorry, and he just goes, "Was the dick hair really necessary?" <laughs> and one of the bad um, crabs. Yes. Anyway, uh, Ghost or Jack? I mean, that's not true. That was last week. That's not true. Um, they were just saying that to bug him more. So Bobby, I don't like this so title because it's yeah. a very. Lazy. lazy. Yeah, everything like, about it is even. lazy. This is a bad I mean, episode of television. It's the two. I like that it's yeah. about. Um, I like that this is something the, that the I would 100% bit. believe could happen between Alabama and Auburn. Of yeah, yeah, it turns out the bus driver was a fan of the other team, and they yeah. crashed the bus, took everyone's phone. <laughs> all all and you have to hear taser. is, oh, the the bus driver was a fan of the other team, and the other person is just like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we all know who the yeah. how that goes, and then called mm-hmm. Feinbaum yeah. about it, and it's like, <laughs> poisoned the trees. 
Yeah. But poisoned the trees. Yeah, poisoned the trees. And tigers had it coming, roll tide. Uh, That's the opposite. Oh, no. Harvey you, no, you had it right. What a man. You had it right. I'm sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> Bobby is still yeah. just at home with Peggy, and they reveal that he gets his own... Is it just called like the little man or something? It's it's, it's something like the we, the Jason Wee Man Acuna Grill. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peggy Hank got it. He gets for a, a he gets surprise. a wee trigger. Yeah, um, yeah. So Bobby, after seeing the grill, decides that he will go to the competition. Peggy and him drive there, and he enters alone. I love that they have the helmets, and that's a real I thing. Love- I don't know why they I wear know. hard hats, but. I know it's real, and it's I love that they have falls. that. It's, I don't know. It's good. Yeah, you don't want to. A cow's I, I, fucking heavy, man. Those are heavy. Yeah, they're yeah, real heavy. Don't want, don't hit your head on a fucking carcass. Yeah, I but feel I like guess more like, the total weight is going to be a bigger yeah. issue than. You know. I don't think the issue is the cow carcass is going to give me a concussion. I think because I don't think it's going to be falling with enough velocity. It's hanging like a foot off the ground. I think I just would get trapped under a cow carcass. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's definitely like okay. So imagine. It hits the ground, right? And then it starts falling like this. Yeah. You know, like Horrible. falling Travis. down. And the top of it is like a bone, and the bone hits you in the head. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm just I picturing guess. Prometheus and Charlie's Theron getting crushed by a cow carcass. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Travis, are you thinking of we- of when John Waters appears in Jackass 2? <laughs> and, <too? has, laughs> and makes Wee Man disappear? Uh, yeah, has Wee Man too. disappear by having a large woman jump on top of Wee Man? <laughs> My honest thought, the thing that this reminded me of, and this is like not that abstract, I guess, is or like not that indirect, but I was like, damn, I kind of want to watch another cop show soon because I really like every time some like detective gets hung upside down in a meat locker. <laughs> Gotham. <laughs> I want watched. that to happen more. <laughs> How have it has it happened more than once on as you know? No, but so. it should like I mean it should happen way more. We're gonna have to dig deeper into cop shows i guess that's why we're definitely watching a cop show next week that's right the the bus gets saved by uh uh, dale and bill and yeah dale and bill and boom because they blindly followed him instead of following a map or using common and dale has replaced the giant bug on his exterminator van with a giant steak (laughs) i would like to eat the big steak Bobby has independently decided to go after being sad because his dad bought him a grill. Yeah. And yeah. feeling like he shouldn't. And, and like, no, that, now I should play for the bad guys he because gets the, my he gets dad there is nice. Alone, gets them all the way to the finals, and then they show up and are like, we'll take over now. Uh, Imagine well, the arrogance to see yeah, that your yeah, one yeah, teammate carried your asses to the finals while you guys were trapped. They didn't even get off the bus. They didn't even get off the bus. Yeah, there was a there was a the, the scene we referenced early in the episode where they were like, "We don't even eat meat; we just like winning." Um, and then uh, Hank's like, "I'm gonna go sit with the cow that they have in the back." And then it's like, "Bobby okay, was here's right." The, here's the finals. Is this thing prime? And they're all like, "Yeah, it's definitely prime." And, <laughs> and Bobby just starts shouting, "Hard bone, <laughs> hard bone." Yeah, and Bobby's right, and, and they win. Uh, I think Hooray. I see a flaw. Hooray! Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so they, they're like, all right, time to go home, fire up the grill. And then luckily we get for them, this they just have like sentimental, which feels yeah. really random because it's it was a so normal so episode. Random. And then they're so like, random. So well, random. the whole thing is ties together that finally Hank and Bobby have a common interest because that's been the, you know, the recurring thing between those characters for 
as long for a show that's been on as long as Bobby is supposed to have been alive, uh, they you know can never find common ground. Except there's probably like a million episodes where they kind of do on something, but whatever you know that's what happens when you have 250 whatever episodes of an animated sitcom. Uh, and finally, Dale gives his wife a temple massage yes. instead of her going to John Redcorn <laughs> uh, to deal with her headaches. Does Bill and get any sort of ending? The most tragic uh, character no. <laughs> in the history of television? Uh, I don't think so. Dang. No, I wish we'd gotten he, more uh, Bill, even though he's... A, because Stephen no, Ray... He, well, the thing that happens to Bill is he's going to shoot himself in the head this next <laughs> yeah, few years. Yeah, that's probably what should happen. <laughs> he's going to... Uh, spoilers for... Um, uh, Boogie Nights, but he's gonna go the William H Macy. Yeah. Route. Oh my God. Uh, boy. Uh, Another of the saddest characters in the history. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that character. Yeah. Uh, but we yeah, find out see. that we find out that Boomhauer is a cop. Yeah, he's a Texas Ranger. <laughs> Whatever they revealed that Boomhauer was a member was a player member of the, the member of the baseball team, the Texas <laughs> yeah, Rangers. Yeah. All this time, they just never realized. That would have been that would have been much funnier, <laughs> like if if Boomhauer was just a baseball. One player time, man, me and Punch Rodriguez, man. Like, <laughs> I also I'm glad because this is uh, this is what it's like in my house because when I make a steak, I also buy seventeen other <laughs> steaks and grill them at the same time. Why wouldn't you? They're all different yeah, cuts. No. Different. They you know, people have different preferences, but yeah, makes them for the whole neighborhood. And then we get the, and I guess Luann and Lucky had a baby at some point. Uh, and we get sure. a shot of Arlen one last time, and it's the end of King of the Hill. And then they ran yep. four other random episodes of syndication after, but don't worry about it. I would run episodes after this one if we, we get a we get a fun callback. Uh, we get a fun callback because the last word is "yup" as it pans over, and the first word of the show was "yup" as it pans over the town. Wow! And now they're rebooting it, maybe. Or Hulu. Yikes. What is dead should stay fucking For a show dead. that ran this fucking long, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need more. It will rule, though, when they finally kill The Simpsons and they do reboot The Simpsons. That's going to be the funniest <laughs> fucking shit. God. Oh, God. I think it's funny that... I think it's funny that we did all the ideas. I think that's a fun thing about the time period we live in, is that we've already done all of them. Yeah. There's nothing else left to say. No, nope. No one has anything new. Yeah. Uh, well... I mean, you know, I think we've kind of wrapped up here on King of the Hill. Would you guys like to know what Matt is going to have us talk about next week? Would I like to? I'm not sure, but I guess it's I will learn. It's going to be fun. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Otherwise, uh, Steven is taking his shirt off. Yeah. So, guys, one of the weirdest things about getting your body painted is that you have to shave off all your hair. And my chest is really strange. Like, <laughs> there's no hair. Steven is, Steven is ready to go swim in the Olympics So now. what do we got next so week? strange. Uh, so next week we're going to be dipping our toes back into the prestige realm of television, watching the oh, no. Weather Channel original Storm Chasers. <laughs> oh God! I sh- thought it was going to be I shouldn't be al- I shouldn't be alive. Oh, that would have been good. Too. <laughs> no, instead we're doing Storm Chasers. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't Wikipedia. It. I don't know. You should not know. You don't know instead, Storm you Chasers. Tell us what you know about. You should tell us what the deal is with Storm Chasers, because it's got to be you, because I, I read way too much about Storm Chasers in the past couple know. of days. <laughs> I don't know a goddamn thing about Storm Chasers, but uh, it can be Travis. I'll go. Oh, really? oh hey, you know, well, it's, Steven's it's been, been off for a while, so maybe Steven Yeah, it should, should be it. Steven, actually. You're right. 
I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Steven, tell me everything you know about Storm Chasers starting now. Storm Chasers is a Weather Channel original series <laughs> where people, uh, it's probably like one crew, uh, goes and tries to get as close to the scariest storms they possibly can. Um, and it's probably filmed documentary style. Um, and multiple people have died during the filming. Um <laughs> Which is part of the reason why it doesn't exist anymore. And that's time. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's died. I just assume. Big storms. I don't know. I just, yeah. No, that'll okay. make sense. Hold Hold on. Let's say Discovery Channel original. Ah, oh, sorry. Wow. You're right. They probably just re-ran it on the Weather Channel. I guess they re-ran it on the Weather Channel. Because I watched it on like, the Weather Channel for sure. We have to fill the sure. Weather Channel somehow. Yeah. No, that's that's what it was. But yes, we'll it's a very weather-themed show. Yeah. We'll be back next week for... This incredible experience, and uh, we can't wait to have you join us. And we can't, you know, tell a friend if you enjoy this. Thank you to Matt for his wonderful work producing. Even Speaking of my production now. work, uh, siloschoice.bandcamp.com, Priorities USA. I did master that record. Uh, John is one of the most talented musicians uh, out there. Listen to that record. Yeah, find that. You can also find other friends of the shows at upstairsuk.bandcamp.com because I think at some point soon I will be doing quasi-professional work and photographing them, which will be a very demanding activity, I imagine. Uh, you can also find Travis and Matt's other work at uh, fleshofthestars.bandcamp.com, correct? Yep. True story. Yeah. Uh, if you like doom metal. Or even if you don't, we have a bunch of people who like us who are like, I don't normally like metal, but help us be the next band that arbitrarily music critics have decided is the one metal album they listen to that year. That's really been the goal the whole time. Like right now, it looks like it's going to be undeath this year, but I feel like we have a, a good shot if we can get it out in time. Yeah, Stephen. Speaking of getting out in time, Stephen, can you bring us home? I, you, family. That was a terrible impression. Let me try. I have no <laughs> idea what that even. What was? Think this was, I like Hank was trying to. Was this Hank was, was Hank, but I was very worried it was supposed to be Khan. <laughs> I also <laughs> was incredibly worried that it was Khan. After everything we did, I was like, "Wow, what a bold, what a bold uh, comedic <laughs> choice from Stephen." Mother of God, it's all toilet sounds. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's the way that. That's also weirdly what we said about Jackass. <laughs> <laughs>